All righty. We're, we're, we're on the countdown going to episode two of Book of Boba, so we have the first one to talk about. It's a touchy subject among some circles. Uh, yeah. Yeah. To be uh, fair, think... we all watched it together. And I have a, a, we recorded our reaction. And when it ended, we were all like, there, like, what? That was, yeah. <laughs> that real time reaction. That was full hype. I mean, I was literally falling asleep. But, but still. We were there, we were full hype, and then we watched it, and we got to the end, and it ended. 35 minutes. 35 minutes. 35 minutes. And I think that was the problem, though. It was half an episode. It was half yes. a fucking episode. That's the problem. Yeah. That, that's my theory. I, my theory is that the episode tomorrow is really the second part of the first one and it was probably meant to all be one episode but um it was probably too long for it to all be one episode so they split it in a in where the spot that made the most sense to split it but it just felt too short too yeah i i I have a lot of judgment that i'm reserving until we see tonight's episode yeah but for the most part I don't think I am the only one alone in saying it was very disappointing. And it wasn't the content of the episode. Like, everything we saw was cool. I was into it. I'm like, okay, this is kind of weird, but but I'm here for it. I, I trust you. I trust the story. And then just very unsatisfying. It was a little bit the content of the episode. We had different expectations mm-hmm. big time because we i mean well joe and i read spoilers potential spoilers <laughs> so <laughs> so that fucked us over for pretty much the whole show but um but there was an interview that said like basically all the trailer footage was from the first 15 minutes of the first episode and that's clearly not the robert yeah, rodriguez please. fucking lied or he doesn't watch <laughs> fucking trailers I was trying to be as quiet as I could for as long as I could to see how long that lasted. Robert Rodriguez is a fucking liar or he doesn't watch trailers, all right? Well, I mean, or they recut everything, like the trailers and every I don't know. And the, maybe maybe it was the first half of the first episode. I no, that wouldn't have made sense either. I don't know. No, at the no, point it was just they wrong. said that there were fewer trailers. Is it possible it was just That's up to that? true. No. Nope. Well well the first nope. episode, the first trailer we got didn't have like a lot of the stuff that we're seeing that we saw later that's true i think he was just trying to say we can't show you a lot in the trailers because so much is going to happen late in the season and maybe he just like kind of over went overboard with how he phrased it i'm gonna go with it i'm gonna go with that because i'm on board with nikki like i like what was happening i mean him coming out of the Sarlacc was cool. It should have been probably longer because, like, it's a big deal. They should have lingered but, on it. Yeah, it's a big deal. Like, it was cool, but it could have it, it could have been more. Um, I, I trust I, them. That's the that's what it yeah, was. That's what it is. Like Nikki said, I trust them to get it right, and that we're going to enjoy this show as it progresses along, and it's gonna be good. But it just, I feel like uh, we talked about this in chat a little bit 
season the season one premiere of Mando ends with the Grogu reveal, which everybody lost their shit over. And then season two of Mando, the premiere, is the fucking Cobb Vanth episode on Tatooine where they fucking kill the crate dragon. Like it's huge. It's big Star Wars. And reveal and Boba. Can, can you imagine for a second just like if that that like they had aired that episode for us at a panel at celebration? Yeah, that would have been nuts. Like just the crickets and oh my gosh, that would have I don't yeah. know. I think if it was aired at a panel at celebration nope. the room hype catches they, up to you. They show you both episodes. I bet they show you episodes one and two if yeah. they did at celebration. Because otherwise they know, oh, this episode one isn't going to hit like the other premieres did. Because it did not. It did not yeah. hit the other premieres. And something I will say, and I'm going back to the beginning with the getting out of the Sarlacc, I'm really glad they didn't try to do something different than what has been like in yeah. the fandom zeitgeist for 30 for, years. Yeah. Like, they didn't try to be fancy. It's like, nope. Fist through the sand. We are. That's what we're doing. Pat and Oswald's right. fucking prediction. I I keep getting annoyed about this, and I feel like I'm the only one. And maybe it's just me being stupid, but like, Pat and Oswald's filibuster speech matches up so perfectly because Pat and Oswald had seen 15 fucking versions of this happen before. I know. In- I know. All these Pat and Oswald's a good Star Wars fan. That's why Pat and Oswald's monologue matches up so well no i know 100 percent. as well predicted this perfectly i'm like no he didn't you morons you're just not a good star wars fan and you don't really (laughs) do this shit for fucking 15 years already just like the rest of us did i think most people are just having fun with it like i really didn't think i was gonna be this animated tonight (laughs) i like how that's the thing you're mad about at this point it's just like I can't scroll through one social media app without someone like, oh my gosh, Pat Oswald predicted both. I'm like, oh my God, you fucking suck. I hate you. All right. But think, all right. <laughs> let's think about it, though. How would they have extended that fucking scene? I, I don't think they needed to extend it. I just think it needed to, li- he needed to linger more in the Sarlacc, maybe a little bit more. I don't know. Show a little bit more of, I mean, Add more we, grandiose. We don't really know how we got, like, all right, here, maybe I'm just dumb. What did he take from the Stormtrooper's helmet? Is it air or is it water? I thought it was air. I thought it was air. Okay, because I don't know. That's the um, impression I got. Okay. All I right, fine. Air. Air. I'm good with that. If you guys think it's air, I'll roll with air. Hold okay. on. I just want to tell you, and I told you guys this in chat, but I really, really want in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show for him to toss <laughs> that fucking Stormtrooper in the Sarlacc, and that's how long it's been in there. Because where else, how else did it get in there? The cycle will be complete. <laughs> you know? Yeah, everyone's like, wait, where where did the stormtrooper come from? It's like, well, you know, it's not like they haven't been all over fucking Tatooine for 20-something yeah, for, years. For years. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it was just that, and then, like, it's just very quick. Like, he punches his arm through mm-hmm. a part of the Sarlacc and, like, turns on the flamethrower. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm into it. And then it's just like, oh, here he comes. He's out. And it's like, all right. I mean, I love it. He's back. We knew he's back. But it just felt like they could have done a couple, like, just like another minute, minute and a half in the Sarlacc getting out, like, would have made it a little more, I don't know. Yeah. It's such a big scene. 
Did he kill the Sarlacc? Is the Sarlacc dead? You know, I, not... that's what I was wondering too, though, because when he comes out, like none of the the exterior parts of it were moving. Yeah. So I wonder if he did kill it, and I wonder if we'll find out anything about that later. But I, I, I think they really had to cut this down. Like, I think they had to edit it lean and mean because they had intended it to be one episode, and then. They couldn't cut on like you know anymore, so then ended up splitting it in half. So it it might have been that these scenes were intended to be longer, but if they thought like they could tell the story they needed to tell without it being longer, they might have just cut it out. I don't know. It was so cool. I just wish it was a little longer. Yeah, yeah. it I, was cool. I've I've watched it. Well, my husband's gonna. It's Sarlacc in particular. The whole episode absolutely needed to be longer. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. In particular, I wanted the Sarlacc scene to be a little But, I mean, we were all kind of floored when it ended, and we were just like, oh, that's it? Like, yeah. Okay. I think Why? I've watched it at least ten times. And I did enjoy it more, <sighs> for sure, after the first one. Because I wasn't, I watched, like... I've watched it three now. But... I have watched it once. <laughs> Yo, you should have watched it again. It's the second time for sure, though. I'll probably watch it tonight or tomorrow for the next episode. But there's a lot of little pieces in here, threads, that I think they're going to call back to and it's going to be important later. Um, Like the swoop gang that they see with the the, the little kid Tuscan. I think that's tying into the little bit we saw in the trailer. I mean, there's theories that that child Tuscan is the chick that we see in the trailer. It's possible. But I don't know. It's important somehow. That, um, the graffiti they put on the, uh, the wall? Uh, shit. I should have wrote it down. It translates to, in Huddy's, uh, I think either a number or a letter. Oh, I mean, it would be interesting. Translate. I think it's to a number, but I, I now it's I fucking blanked on it. Um, and I figured out what the fucking Mac Champ was. <laughs> I, I, I went I went through all of fucking Wikipedia. Like, what the fuck is this thing, right? And now, of course, I forgot what it fucking does. So I'm gonna have to get a... through our chat chat to find the fucking link to it. But everybody's yeah. mind went to Machamp, and I feel like I'm the only one who went to Goro, but. Goro was my first, like, I'm like, this looks like some, you know, Harryhausen, Goro bullshit. Um, but then everybody started calling it MacChamp on, on TikTok, so it's stuck with me. <laughs> I don't know. But I think there is a lot fucking going on that they have not, that the little tiny hints of what's gonna fucking happen but it hasn't been revealed so basically what what we've seen is there's two plots going on right now there's the past plot and then there's like the current plot right yeah and so we've the, the past plot like showing how we've gotten to this point they that was probably the main focus of the last episode more than the current plot and the current plot didn't seem like it went anywhere and i think that's why we all are kind of a little unsatisfied i'm worried i'm worried that's going to be a thing again tonight i'm really worried that's going to be a thing again we're definitely going to see more flashbacks though because we still got tashi station we've still got him getting slave one back so it's it's gonna fucking happen 
Oh, I fucking can't find this now. I, I got it. It's called a uh, Logra. A Logra. Lo- Logra? Logra. And uh, it was in, uh, I think, the Obi-Wan uh, story of, uh, you know, that, that uh, shit. The book that had all the little short stories in it. Yeah. A certain point of view. Yeah, a certain point of view. I think it's in the uh, Obi-Wan story in that book. They mention it. So mm-hmm. I think that's what it was. Yeah, somebody's already put it in for the Book of Boba episode one, so it seems like you are not okay. alone. Lagra. I mean, I thought that thing was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool. The... The CGI was weird, but I read yesterday, I meant to link you guys this, that it was like a tribute specifically to a monster from like another movie that was made a long ass time ago. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll have to dig it up and find the, it. But it was the, like, like the Harryhausen monsters, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, he was like one of the pioneers of like stop motion and shit, and, and you know, they used a lot of that in the original trilogy. I originally thought it was one of the things on the Dejaric board, but then I looked and I was like, oh, it's not one of those. But it moves that would have like been... things on the Dejaric board. That's because the Dejaric is all stop motion. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Nikki. I'm sorry. Because I think it would have been really cool to uh, use a creature from the uh, Dejaric board, but what we got was still pretty cool. No regrets. Another... It was weird. Another thing that I noticed, though, if, uh, back in the in the current timeline, is when they got fucking those assassins that came after them. My theory, and I found a piece of a comic book that kind of <laughs> like backs my theory. I'm pretty sure they're Crimson Dawn. I might yeah. be wrong, but they look just no, like I, the fucking Crimson Dawn guys in the comics. I I think I think you're onto it. So I think the more. The more that we look into this, the more it seems like that's what's playing into. Yeah, I think so. I caught up on the on the War of the Bounty Hunter comics this week just to to make sure that I wasn't. I gotta know. get my uh, Marvel Unlimited access established. It's not a bad series. I mean, comics are always in a weird spot compared to everything else, right? Especially when you see stuff that's going to happen in the comics and now they're kind of bringing that stuff into live action and people might get lost if they don't know shit all about the comics. So it's yeah. kind of weird. But I think that's what we got going on. Um, my other my other big hot take theory is that it's not just uh, Sarlacc stuff that Boba has to be in Bacta for. Yeah. I, th- I think something's going on there. Like, maybe he's his something with being a clone. I don't know. That's my guess as well. Yeah, I, I talked about this in, with some of my friends this week. Like, I know we always are like, oh, we're always, like, hard on Boba's an exact clone. Like, there's no advanced aging, so, like, you shouldn't have to worry about that stuff. But they've done a couple stories in the Expanded Universe where Boba was starting to break down just because he was a clone. Yeah. Not because he was advanced aging, but just being a clone in general. Right. He was starting to break down sooner than a normal human would. And so, yeah, there's there's a good chance there's some of that at play as well. And and I wonder if that kind of shit is kind of why he's staying put. And I still don't buy that he's trying to be a fucking crime lord of Tatooine, like, for realsies. I don't know. I'm 50-50 on that. I yeah, think I he's just... 50-50 on it. <laughs> 
I think that's what was so disappointing about the episode being so short, because I still feel like we haven't gotten a good idea of Boba's personality. Because, like, in the original movies, he didn't have one. He wasn't a person. He was a guy in a suit. That's right. And everybody was like, that's so cool. But he was a cool and, guy. And we know this cool because of Return and, of the Jedi. But that's all we know. <laughs> he's, got, he's just got the... Yeah, the, the, the chin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nope, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Moving on. We're not, we're not talking about that. <laughs> um, but I feel like in the show, and, like, and, you know, in the cartoons, he's a kid. And in Mando, he's just kind of a, a gruff, like, doing shit guy. And so we, and I still feel like even now, we still don't have a great grasp on his personality. It's like he wants to do a crime lord, but not do the crimes? Yeah. But also, he shot Bib Fortuna in the fucking face. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, motherfucker deserved it. Let's be honest. Oh, I'm not saying he did. <laughs> it's like, Fennec seems like she's much more ready to do the crime. I fucking love her. I love her right now. Like, my favorite meme right now is basically her, like, holding the sign. I'm like, you want me to kill him? <laughs> that's, that's her vibe right now, and I'm here for it. I feel like that's me and Steve's entire friendship. <laughs> want me to kill I'm him? Not, I'm that person in the window, like, you want me to kill him? <laughs> <laughs> and Steve does that to me too. To be fair, <laughs> it goes back and forth. Yes. Yeah, yes. Joe, you definitely are not the person I call when I want to like calm no. down. No, not the calm down friend. He's a he's the validation of your anger, friend. He's a what are we what are we, the, we fucking gonna do about it, huh? <laughs> well, yeah, let's get mad. Whose car I, are we take? <laughs> so I think that's why they're doing a lot of focus on the on the uh, flashbacks, by the way, because I think that's where we're gonna see who he is and why he is that way now, right? He basically was this cocky, like I'm the best bounty hunter in the fucking galaxy, motherfucker, and all of a sudden, all of that is stripped away to fucking nothing in a second. I'm just like surprised by how altruistic he is in the back uh the you know like offering to help the 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 rodian rescuing the kid like he's i don't know if the rodian is altruistic and more um opportunistic like a fucking asshole like all Rodians? <laughs> well, that guy well, is, no, is but, a, but he's don't like be racist against Rodians. <laughs> no, Rodians are all assholes. I'm sorry, that's what it is. Just accept it. But I think it's more opportunistic that it's it's easier to do things with with another person, like out in the desert necessarily. But also, if you left him behind, it was somebody who could squeal on him. <laughs> so you know, it's easier just fucking take him and get him out of there, right? And ha- and have someone to have his back. I mean. Even in, in, in Clone Wars as a kid, like, as a bounty hunter, he worked with a crew a lot. So, I mean, he doesn't clearly... He didn't really older. even like the crew that much, either. No. As a still kid in Clone Wars, That's what I'm saying. Also... It's very opp- opportunistic. Uh, as a kid in Clone Wars, though, he also was very much oral compared to the rest of them. And I think that's because that was Django. I think, you know... Django probably had his code of honor and instilled that in, in Boba and we don't really see that directly but I think we're going to see between the lines of it and that's why he is the way he is now. I mean yeah, so, I don't know. 
Is that entire five-year period between falling into the pit and going to Din Djarin to get his armor back, is it all going to be with the Tuscans? It could be. I'm trying to think, because they're clearly pulling on some, like, Western tropes, like... Lawrence of Arabia, too. Yeah. So it's possible. I mean, like, we know... it, it sort of seems like the Tuscans are, like, like they're eventually going to be, like, come hang out with us, like, be with us, you know? And, like, that's weird to me. Not that the I Tuscans... I think that's coming that. early next episode. Yeah, I mean, like, I think he's been accepted, and they're going to kind of teach him their ways. Yeah, I'm like I'm good with a like a, a training montage with the Tuscans, like, hey man, this is how we do stuff, it's a little different than you do stuff type deal. Like I'm good with that, but I don't and, think I'm good with Boba hanging out with the Tuscans for five years and then going to get his armor back. Like that's weird. Well maybe, you know, he didn't even realize where it was or, or and he only kinda came about it by accident or heard about it by accident. I'm wondering if is there so, something that is, do you think maybe he like resolves himself to like okay this is who I'm gonna be now and then something happens to draw him back to the fray? Yeah, I mean something could have happened yeah. to those Tuskins. Maybe that tribe yeah, is is gonna get wiped out or. And I think that's it's so gonna scary. whatever it is. I do think it's gonna tie into his decision to uh, take on that crime lord role. Yeah. I think whatever is going to happen with the Tuscans, it's it's. They're going to get killed by the Swoop Gang. Yeah. Yeah, that that's one possibility. And the Swoop Gang works for Bib. Or the I think Crimson so. Dawn. I'm so. really hoping for Crimson Dawn. I want to see that brought back in, and like, I want to see Kira. I say, if you can't have Crimson Dawn without Kira, you can't. I mean, they need to bring her back. She she's been criminally underused and everything since mm. Game of Thrones. So, the shame gone. yeah, it's Dances with Wolves. It's Fern Gully. It's Lawrence of Arabia. I mean, this is a pretty big trope, <laughs> and I think that's what we've got going on. And I think, I think he basically <laughs> Who got said humbled. Fern Gully? Who said Fern no? Gully? I'm saying Fern Gully because that's what it is. <laughs> I love it. I love that movie. <laughs> By the way, Avatar is just Fern Gully. It is. If we're talking about Fern Gully, Avatar is just Fern Gully. It is. That movie it's terrified me as a kid. I fucking love it's that movie as a kid. I don't know. But I also love the Ewok movies. <laughs> but yeah, like, so I think, like, he just got really fucking humbled real fast. And then he gets accepted by the Tuscans. He realized nobody fucking came back for him. He had nobody in the fucking world that gave a shit about him, basically. So... I mean, to be fair, would you go back for somebody you thought fell into a, a sarlacc? I mean, you, you would not expect them to come out. That's that's fair. It's fair, but you know, Bosk was on that fucking barge. For instance, Bosk has known him since he's a kid. Yeah, I feel like Bosk is the one person to have beef with over that. And then, like um, everyone else, nobody else on that sail barge is is trustworthy enough to be like, oh, they didn't come back for me. Well, like, Mass Rebo fucking made it out of there. He <laughs> used his giant ass fucking legs to flea hop out the fucking window, I guess. Because, I guys, if you didn't know this, by the way, because I didn't know this until this week, but Max Rebo plays his instrument with his fucking toes. Those are I like feet. how. I like how close to the camera Stacy got. Were, She's like, yeah, you just did the sit forward meme. <laughs> He's just like, Max Rebo? All right, time to go. Let's do this. The things that we think are his ears are 
his fucking hands and arms, man. All right, Wait. sorry. Yes. Wait, hold no. I, I gotta, I gotta pull. Hold on. No. Oh, there he's like, that's not there true. Was an article that Pablo Hidalgo wrote for StarWars.com, like back in like 2013, breaking down Max Rebo, and it is I fascinating. I don't like it. I, I don't didn't want like that. it either. That's why when I found that out, I was like, holy fucking shit, is that for real? Because the Max Rebo action figure from way back in the day, like I, whoever made the figure just decided he should have legs and stand up, and that's not at all what he actually looks like, and it was like a big deal in the fandom that they effed up his action figure and that wasn't what he looked like. Because we think that he sits inside like this this contraption, right, and plays, but no. He's not sitting inside he's, of it. Like, he's on a cushion. You're right. He's on a cushion, yeah. So anyway, he was on the fucking sail barge. He could have, you know... Tried to oh yeah, Max Rebo's gonna come save Boba? Come on. <laughs> With his Listen, weird elephant hands. Band heroes, okay, of Tatooine. That's a, that's a whole thing, but... Oh, yeah. I am unhappy about this yeah, I, don't... I definitely thought he was sitting inside that weird no. piano thing i don't oh, no, it's okay, so much I, I feel like i feel like it's mandela so effect but yeah i don't know so i think something happens maybe maybe it's when he finds fennec that he realizes shit's going on like that i don't know that would be five years later, so then that right. would mean he's still hanging out with Tuscans right, five years some, later. Something, something, like, but that's what I'm thinking, like, he decided he wasn't going to go fucking deal with that shit, and then maybe Fennec brought him new information or something. That doesn't sit right with me. That does not match up with who he is. But who is he? Yeah, get... Exactly. I mean, if you're thinking old EU, that's all fucking wiped off the board. Yeah. We've got, you know, a... Uh, uh... Jose in the chat saying he's going to go all John Wick, which, okay. That's what I thought, yeah. because this is a fucking Robert Rodriguez production. They're going to kill his Tatooine dog, his Tuscan dog. <laughs> oh, I bet they will. The weird little hound thing. No! Oh, I love the massive. He's so Is that cute. what those things are called? Yes. <clears throat> massive. Yeah, I, I used to think Who's they were the called act dogs, but um, I guess it's they It's the dog it. version of Jizz. <laughs> you change one letter and you're good. Um, from massive to massive, from jazz to jizz. But you know, you know, we have some Very other threads facts. here too. What if who was Fennec on Tatooine to meet in the first place? She's question. there. That's uh, right. She's yeah. Mando's there to well, not to assassinate her, but like he tracks her down. Yeah. No, he goes there. Doesn't he go there for repairs? Yeah. He goes there for repairs, and then the guy, the new bounty hunter. So he he agrees to help, but so she's on Tatooine. She's probably supposed to be meeting somebody, right? Presumably. Uh, or she's hiding out. Followed him there. I think she said something in that episode about, like, she had somebody waiting or whatever. I don't know. So the two options are... She was going to go to Bib Fortuna. And then she yeah. later decides to go murk him with Boba because whatever. But the other one is that she works for Crimson Dawn. It's possible. In Clone Wars, she was working for the Camino in, right? Yes. the can Yeah. The one that tried to get her to get um, Omega back. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. She knows Boba's sister. 
Oh yeah. Like, I, I wonder if that's gonna come up at all. Like I, like I completely like forgot about all that. It's the meme, Stacy. You've seen the meme where Fenric says to Boba, "You look nothing like your sister," and Boba says, "My what?" Yeah. <laughs> come again, so, man. So, yeah. So there's a lot of crazy threads that they can fucking tie together with this shit. So. I th I think he he I think somebody did him fucking wrong. I think he wants to get back at them. He's got history with Crimson Dawn already, from the comics. So if he knows that Crimson Dawn is behind all this shit and this is just some fucking ploy to draw them out, that'd be really so, cool. Yo, someone send me that comic so I can read it tonight before the next episode. I, I have the physical one, so I cannot Someone send it with to their, uh, their Marvel Unlimited. <laughs> if it's ongoing, Marvel Unlimited is only updated to the most six months ago to the day. If nothing else, you can read the synopsis probably on Wikipedia at this point, I bet. So, Alright. I mean, it's... If you must. <laughs> if you must. But... Yeah, I, I, I'm hoping that's where this fucking goes, and I think at the end of his whole revenge saga that he's going to decide that he's going to be a, a big boy Mandalorian and tie back into Mando Season 3. Joe's frozen. Yeah, that's Mando what season I got. Three for sure. I'm here. Oh, there he is. There he is. Okay. <laughs> we missed you. Yeah. So that's... That's what i got um okay a couple of things i want to hit on rodians are all assholes that one more than any of the others and check sam witwer voiced that rodian is that what i read yep that rodian's mm -hmm. voice is so annoying it's so great it's perfect it it's is. like the a perfect amount of annoying and asshole like it's great good job sam witwer <laughs> uh, I have learned by watching this episode three times that my wife, Stacy, hates, hates Tuscan Raiders. She's like, what? why oh. do I have to Tatooine? Why do I have to hear this sound? <laughs> she hates the sound. It's the sound. It's the Tuscan Raider sound. Well, then, okay. Yes, yes, I know. Like, I was literally watching it again last night because I wanted to prep for this episode. And she was like drifting off, and then the Tuscans came on, and she was immediately angry about the Tuscans. <laughs> and I'm sure you will do nothing with this information. No, um, never. never. Um, you won't else? dedicate an entire day of the week to just no Tuscan Tuesday, Tuscan Thursday, Tuscan Tuesday. Well, let's figure that out. Um. Why are the wannabe, maybe Crimson Dawn ninjas doing parkour the entire time that they're on screen? Cool. Because they're assassins. It's. <laughs> I'm like, you don't have to run us on the side of that wall. You could just run in a straight line and be even faster. You know that, right? It's to confuse them. It's the confusion. <laughs> Joe, if you could do, if you could run the on a wall, doing parkour. If you could run on a wall, tell me you wouldn't run up a wall every chance you got. I would not. No, I don't believe you. Even if they weren't actually doing parkour, no one yelled parkour. I <laughs> did. True. I yelled it for them. <laughs> does, does that count? Maybe they get away if they don't run up every damn wall that they walk by or run by. Um, what else? Uh, 
This has to be discussed. When you're surrounded in a circle by people wielding shields and you have a jetpack on, you should use your jetpack. He needed his helmet on. Nope. Don't buy that. You got gauntlets. All them gauntlet buttons, you're telling me one of them doesn't activate your jetpack? I'm pretty sure Dean activates his with his gauntlets. Has he yeah. used, hold on, has he used his jetpack at all? I don't think he used it in uh, Mando. Yes, he did. Did he? Yes. What, he did? Maybe. Yep. I think he did. He did. Oh, I was going to say, maybe okay, his so jetpack PTSD. PTSD. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't, I think Din, even though he, he did it with the gauntlets, I think, I don't know, I thought it was part of it. You needed the <laughs> helmet hood. I don't know. Maybe not. I saw someone say that. I saw someone say that today, and I it's like I understand like that's where your mind maybe goes. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. Maybe, maybe he felt like if he, if he went up in the air, he'd be really exposed. Um, I found it really interesting because I've always said ray shields are a Jedi's only weakness. It's good to know it's everyone's only weakness. <laughs> I mean, when they when they turtle you in like that, ray shields, we're smarter than this. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, I feel like the people at the... What is it? Is it a casino? Is it a it's casino a, thing? It's definitely like a fucking brothel, the by the slice way. Slice of Paradise? The Sanctuary. casino? Sanctuary. Sanctuary. Uh, I feel like they intentionally put all that money in his helmet so he wouldn't have access to his helmet. Oh, I agree. Yep. That was and... the vibes I got. You don't think uh, that was, like, the bribe custom by the... That they just were used to doing it. I don't know. I didn't get the. Mm. I didn't get the. Like I didn't get the drift from that Twilek that she was not for like okay with him. Like she actually seemed like cool. Like whatever. Like she didn't seem like she had bad intentions. But it just seems like it works out too easily that his helmet's full of money and he can't put his helmet on right when he needs to put his helmet on. I mean, and that could have been why the assassins were waiting right there, not because they were in on it more because they knew what how it was going to happen so they're like this is yeah because boba track. definitely seemed to know what was going to happen when he handed them his helmet yeah i feel like that might have just been the culture of the bribes <clears throat> i mean it seems like you walk in there like let's service your helmet that seems like a thing they might ask people weirdly uh, and to hose down your gamorians <laughs> <laughs> that seemed a little odd. Uh... I mean, if any, if anything was a trap, it might have been that one because they're like, "Oh, well, let's hose them down and feed them out back and get them out of the way." I I agree with Joe. I think it was it felt was, it felt weird. Yeah, it felt weird. I think just based on Boba's reaction of like, "Yeah, I'm gonna hand them my helmet," that he was expecting that. But I still do think that uh, they were in on it, and it was a hey when he comes back from here. He's not gonna have his helmet. <clears throat> he uh, he seems extremely cocky, and maybe now he's been humbled a little bit. I I'm wondering if he's as cocky as he is because he thinks his reputation is intact after being gone for five years. Yeah, and is realizing it's not. Mm -hmm. Um, that green twilight. Star Wars Twitter would like to know you to know that it's about fucking time they made a hot male Twi'lek. Hold on. Because <laughs> this was. Um, I rewatched Solo this weekend, and there is one. 
inside um, the Crimson Dawn ship. Yes, um, both him and the one in this most recent episode are wearing um, female ear cones. Yeah. Because I thought the green one was the first one, but then I watched Solo this weekend and I spotted in the background a Dryden ship. I'm like, wait! <laughs> There's another one! Huh. Are we just going to get, like, a shift in live action to Hot Twilight's have ear cones? You know, Why not? I, I, I feel like, like, for Twi'leks, it's kind of like, uh, it's a, I don't know, this is like a weird thing to compare it to, but I feel like it's a, a, a dominance thing. Like, some fish, when they're the dominant fish, develop these big head things, right? And, like, some of the male Twi'leks have, you know, that, like, like even Bib kind of had, like, the weird big head thing going on. And, like, some of the Twi'leks in the Senate had that. And then the more submissive ones don't. Um, in the solo visual dictionary, whatever they call the solo version of it, um, it specifically says that male Twi'lek is wearing fake ear cones. Oh. Um, and it's intentionally playing with gender because they're dancers and the choreographer wanted to. I was gonna ask if there was a gender thing going on there, like a okay. non-binary type deal. Or, or just like a, a deciding yeah, yeah, like, I want yeah. I want female ear cones. Like Yeah. Why not? Well, and if that <laughs> is if it's a traditionally feminine role and part of taking on that feminine role as a a male Twilight is to put on that aesthetic and i could see that that's a choice typically males are very large but that's also because the ones that we've seen previously were were large because they were rich it was almost like uh if you're not a giant fat twilight then you don't have any position of power or riches type deal yeah but it's like it's like the things on their head got bigger yeah the more powerful no, I think they were right well ornfree ta has four wait is he a twi'lek yeah He's the senator from Ryloth. Yep. Oh, wait. No, I'm Again, thinking of the other guy. I'm thinking of the guy that hangs out with the emperor. Great name. Oh, that is... Because he has, like, no, horns, that... too. He's not a... Yeah, he's That's, a Chagrian. Uh... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait, so the, wait, the, 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 the senator had four? Yeah. Ornfree Ta has four, Laku. Huh. Maybe I missed it because he's just so rotund. That that is all I paid attention to. <laughs> He's ginormous. Um, yeah. I mean, what uh, about Hera's dad? Hera's dad had the bigger forehead, though, right? Yeah. Is We need to discuss this as a podcast, because this is, like, our thing. Is the music being played jizz music? <laughs> I don't believe that was jizz music. Because the name of the song... Is Cantina Latina? Yes. So it was written by John Williams. Well, it's the Cantina theme played on guitar by Robert Rodriguez. Is Jabba Flow considered jizz music? I think it is. I, it, that's more like Jabba Flow is more like Wailer music. Yeah, and this feels a little more like Bossa Nova to me. They're jizz whalers. It doesn't have to be jazz music. <laughs> it's a whole different genre of jizz. 
the sub jizz genre? I don't know. There's a droid. Uh, listen. Their drummer is a droid, an R2. This guy was in it. He was there. So yes, there was a Smith. I and there was an R2 unit playing drums. So And that wasn't yeah. Rex. It is a it no, is not DJ Rex. Yeah. But it it is a similar model. Um the band that plays Jabba Flow in Ma uh, Maz's castle does not have a jizz box or a clue horn. Wow. So it's okay, so it's not jizz. But, but this is. I don't know. I, I, don't... <laughs> I have so many jokes I can make about asking the question of whether or not this is jizz, and none of them feel appropriate. We'll we'll make a poll. Huh. We'll circle back to this. I don't want to poll people asking if something is. Just... <laughs> We're just gonna ask him too, with no context. He's like, "Was this jizz?" <laughs> so none of the musicians are labeled as jizz whalers either. But it... hey, are we still talking about from which musicians from the most recent episode? No, from Maz's Cantina. I'm... Oh, 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 I was going to say. I was just Max comparing Vito. the two. But what makes someone a jizz whaler? Playing jizz music. Um, I think it's the music in their heart, Steve. <laughs> you have to have jizz in your heart to be a <laughs> There it is. I was waiting for it. <laughs> we'll get over this. This is going to be the thing that defines our body. <laughs> When are we going to get into our hut discussion? Is that still to come? I, I, still working on her uh, thing. Okay. That's for okay. slow. It's for a slow news week. Yeah. I or, will, uh... or when we see a hut in this show, which might happen. Yeah, I definitely could use some more data because right now it's it's mostly questions. There are some answers, some <laughs> some some little factoids about and... like slug anuses. <laughs> <laughs> all right well so predictions for tonight tomorrow i i don't know if i'm staying up tonight I'm not. i might i gotta go to work oh yeah yeah so. i know i know you are joe we know you are first night back at work since the holidays i'm staying up my, my husband might murder me if i try so i we'll see it might be in the morning but i think we're gonna see Life is rest, a Tuscan. Rest of the fucking episode. Re yeah, the rest of the episode. Might This might have the flashback to Tashi Station. Because we know that's going to happen. Because he's still wearing his white jumpsuit when that happens. Right? So before he gets his new Tuscan threads that they're going to give him, he raids ta uh, Tashi Station. So that might be this episode. He's definitely going to the mayor this episode. And we know this because Verizon aired some crazy-ass commercial 20-second clip from this upcoming episode. And it's him in front of the mayor, which is the Athorian. Um, who I think is working for Crimson Dawn. But well, I don't know if we're going to find that part out this episode. But he's definitely going to him. He's bringing the, the assassin with him. And, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else we're going to fucking get, because the pacing's weird. Yep. 
I'm I'm concerned. I'm concerned about that again. Um, I will be shocked if we break 40 minutes. I think we're gonna get 45 minutes or more, and I will I will wear the wrong gif on my forehead next week if I'm wrong. But it, I think it, the episode would have to be at least 45 minutes to justify splitting it in two. So we'll find out. And it really, like, this next episode is going to do a lot to determine how I feel. I'm worried that this is, like, a two-part premiere, mm-hmm. and it's still going to leave us wanting. Yeah. And then the rest of the show is going to really dive into the meat of it. But I'm, I'm like, I'm afraid another week of, like, this talk and, like, this vibe on the internet is not going to be good for this show. Mm-hmm. I, I trust them, though. I trust them. So even if I'm we'll still like, eh, next week? I mean, I'm going to watch it. Like, I, I watched all of Hawkeye, so. And Hawkeye so, did get progressively better, but. We're not doing that again. Uh, <laughs> Hawkeye was the least watched Marvel premiere of all of the Marvel shows, the live shows. Yeah, that makes Boba sense. Was, Boba had a 17% higher watch for the premiere yeah isn't that much but we'll see i still so. think you know premiering at 3 a.m on a fucking wednesday morning is, is not helping them either if- terrible well yeah the, their premiere numbers are based on uh i think it's like the first five days or something like that family okay. or houses that watched it on disney plus in the first five days or something. i mean then and if that's the case i might be fully responsible for one of those percentage points just from my house <laughs> from how many times i watched it Stacy <laughs> by herself is responsible for it's true i was just picking it all apart i mean honestly i i feel like we're kind of we're, we're, we're a prisoner of our own expectations with this show and I think we all expect a lot of it. And so that's why it's kind of, I mean, it's going to be real hard for, for it to meet up with what we want. Because mm-hmm. we want I'm a lot. A, yeah, I'm a little concerned that when we started with Mando, we thought, okay, here's this little story about this Mandalorian bounty hunter in this big galaxy. And then very quickly, it was, oh, no, this is big Star Wars. We're doing big Star Wars. Yeah, and this now might be a little. The big Star Wars again, and maybe we're going back to the little Star Wars with Boba Fett, and that doesn't feel right. Yeah, I mean, people were were shitting on the internet and were like, "We're both Star Wars," when you're essentially giving us another Mandalorian story. But what what they're forgetting is that Book of Boba is essentially Mandalorian season two point five. This is mm-hmm. a continuation from that story that focuses on these characters, and at the end of this limited series, it's going to connect back to whatever Mando Season 3 is. It's not meant to be its own fucking thing, really. My concern is at the end of all this that we're going to look at each other and go, he was better as a side character. I That was the risk of taking a character like Boba Fett and making them the main character. It's true. Especially one that, like, in canon, was a man of mystery. So, in order for what you're saying is going to happen, Stacey, to happen, they have to make him care or want to care about the conflict on Mandalore. 
Because if this is going to connect back, and we all think that Din is going to make a cameo in this show, probably at the end, then the entire point of this show has to show Boba Fett getting to a point where he's ready to leave all this other shit behind and go help his friends. And, that being Din Djarin. And And I think the way to do that is to connect it to his father's legacy. It's basically the one thing he cares about. Yep. And I mean, I think that's a pretty easy way to fucking do it because... The, the issue with this is can Boba Fett be a badass along the way to getting that point and satisfy the fans? I mean, he was a fucking badass in Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. He wrecked fucking face. So I think once we figure out why he wasn't... I mean, he's... Listen, he took the fucking brunt of those Electro weapons. Like, they fucking were shot... I mean, they did some damage to him, and but it just wasn't as brutal as a, of a fight as we what we saw in Mandalorian, so it, it kind of was a letdown, comparatively. But it was still a pretty, you know, decent fight. And there's something else going on with him, which is why he has to basically be in fact all the fucking time. And, and when we know what that is, maybe, you know, we'll be a little more accepting of how it's going. But, you know, when you compare what we saw in this episode to how we saw him beat fucking ass in Mando, it's like, holy shit. Like, yeah. that, that's like, what, what the fuck happened? I mean, something's happened, and they're going to tell us what's happened, but how long it takes them to fucking get there, who Hopefully knows? Might be not too long. long. Hopefully tomorrow. <laughs> You know? It just feels like they have a very delicate line to walk because I feel like, especially on Boba Fett, this, the fandom is split into two groups. You have that one group that is like hardcore Boba Fett fans that have been wanting Boba Fett to come back all these 30 years, always have thought Boba Fett was a badass, always thought he was the best bounty hunter in the world. Like, always, like you have that side of the fandom, and then you have always had the other half of the fandom who has been the... This is just a dude who fell in a Sarlacc pet. He never, he didn't like barely have him speaking lines. He, he sucks. Like that's that's the two parts of the fandom on both of them. You have the hardcore people that like him and the hardcore people that think he's not, he's nothing. You know. That's so my now house. So now you have to find a way to please both of those groups. That that's my house, my, and and you, I think you know which one I am, and my husband, <laughs> the other guy. But he ate his fucking words after Mandalorian last season. He's like, all right. Yeah. This guy's cool. So yeah. So you really don't want the "I told you so." No, I don't. But also, he liked this episode. But he agrees with me that he felt like it was a half episode because he's very clinical at the way that he looks at storylines and all that shit. Because he has ex like pilot writing, like like screenplay writing experience and shit like that. So he's looking at it from like th that perspective. So he's like, yeah, that like structurally, this is happening. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but he really liked it. He didn't see anything wrong with how Boba was, but he also doesn't know all the backstory and the baggage and all that shit either. He knows the original trilogy. He knows what we saw in the Mandalorian. He knows this, right? He doesn't know any of the other stuff. So, yeah, I, I, I think, think it's, it's going to be the EU boys. Yeah, going to be the problem. I was just going to say this might come down to whether or not you can drop your expanded universe baggage, like at the door with this show. And there's a lot of people who are not going to want to. No, but I think they're going to do like they've been able to cherry pick from the EU really well with Mandalorian. And I think they'll be able to do it here. But I mean, and this is also what comes down to is like, I don't know if you should ever use Revan as a fucking character because 
it's one of those characters that I don't think you'll never please everybody. No matter cherry-picking things, everybody's going to be like, no, that's wrong, you can't do that. And I think that's what's going to happen with Boba. I, I did think it was interesting when Robert Rodriguez was talking about this project. He said that he usually stays away from large franchises because there's no way you can please everybody. And I'm like, well, you picked the wrong one to dip your toe into then with this character. Boba like, Fett's his favorite character. So yeah. I think he's going to do it well. I, I, I just really think they did a really stupid thing not airing the first two episodes together. I mean, I'm, they did it with I'm Hawkeye. Really, even with that, I'm still really concerned. I'm like, I totally have faith that this show is going to end up being good and take us places that like satisfy us and make us super hype and super excited. But I'm really concerned that it's not going to happen after this second episode, and that's going to lose a good amount of the fan base. Yeah. They're going to be grumpy for a fucking week. That's all it takes. All it takes is them getting through the flashback stuff, caught up to where we are, a little bit more happening in the now period, and then you have to introduce what's happening next that has us excited for this continuing. Like, what's his next, you know, what's the foe? Like, is there another, Mm -hmm. is Boss going to show up and challenge him for the seat? Is... Crimson Dawn gonna be there, like officially. Is Kira gonna show up? Yeah. Like if in the, if the end of the second episode was something big like that, I think you draw in a lot of those people who were not satisfied by the first episode and maybe even most of the second episode if it goes the same way. Yeah. But if you just like do the same thing again for the seven second episode and kind of make it this okay, this here's this thing. Now we're caught up. Now the rest of the series is gonna take off. Like down the road, that's probably fine. But I I just don't think it's right enough for. It's just what the fandom got used to with Mando, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. like, we <laughs> We've been back. spoiled. Yeah, we have. But, I mean, they'll be grumpy for a fucking week, but they're still going to watch the third fucking episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like I, they're going to lose I them. Mean, I think you like underestimate how salty the fans can be. Yeah. I don't think you wait 30 years for Boa Fett to come back and quit after two episodes if you're not happy. You will I'm watch okay. the third episode begrudgingly. I'm already seeing dudes be like the real Boba Fett died in the Sarlacc, actually. Like, I'm already seeing that. I mean, we were going to see that anyways. Yeah. There were some... There's it's always going to be... I think it's just the the not hardcore Star Wars fans, the people who just want something to watch on Disney Plus and aren't interested that that interested by it. Like, that's Those, the group yep. that lose, you know? It, it sounds like what we're saying is we really hope LFL doesn't validate the fuckboys. That's right. Don't let them win, Lucasfilm. Also, also, you need to borrow some of Marvel's marketing people. Okay. Please. <laughs> if I keep talking directly to the camera, will they listen? I don't know. Yeah. I think I think it's gonna be okay. This is a this is a mini series. This is not something that's intended to have a second season. I don't think. I'm pretty sure it's not gonna, like. They're they're gonna tell the story they want, and it's gonna lead us into the next fucking part of the story, which is Mando, three, because yeah. yeah. Although I heard a rumor, I heard a rumor that uh. Rosario Dawson is filming something or was filming something Star Wars in December. Was she filming stuff for Ahsoka? Was she filming Mando season three? Who knows? We never talked about uh we never talked about that leak of the LFL Christmas gift, did we? 
that had the fate of the Jedi thing oh, on it? I don't oh, it was Tales did. of the Jedi. Tales of the Jedi. We never talked about that. Yeah, and we have no fucking clue what it is. <laughs> a couple of the... Uh, yeah, we don't. Uh, a couple of the uh, insiders started reporting that there was something filming now at Pinewood. Right That's now. That's true. Like, that they weren't aware of until right now, but they don't know what it is. It is an LFL project. Right. Pinewood in, in England. And we know, I mean, originally I thought maybe it was the Acolyte, but I guess the Acolyte isn't really going to start filming until I think May is their permit. They, like, somebody found it. So it's going to start filming over the summer over there. Um, but that's not what's filming there now. Um, yeah. But whatever Rosario Dawson was doing, it was in uh, California where they film Mando and, and Boba and all that shit. So she was doing something in December. So I, I'm also, guessing it's for Mando season three. These Han, these Han showing up in Boba Fett rumors just persist. I know. Persist. And I don't want really it to be not. true. I don't want it. I don't. Okay, so here, what will make you more upset? Just Han being in it in general? Or the fact that it might be young Han and it won't be old. Wait, wait. It, it not, would be young young Han but would, not Alden? It would be de-aged Harrison Ford. And I not, find that worse. That would be worse? For me. Well, you haven't liked really any of the de-aging characters, especially. And look wet. Let's <laughs> not talk about Tarkin. Moist Tarkin. <laughs> That's the one that gets me. That's the best one of all of them. He looks moist. <laughs> it is the best one. It is the best one. Um, Not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want it to happen. I don't think they need to fucking drop Han in here. Like, to me, that's gratuitous. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're going to drop anything, have the Falcon show up. Just in the background. And with Lando. Even. I'd no. take that. Lando? I feel like Kira is enough. We don't yeah. need everything to tie back to the original trilogy. I mean, Boba just... ties back itself, you know? Yeah. Let it be Hondo. He can have the Falcon. Han has the Falcon at this time. This is five years after Return of the Jedi. Why yeah, would Hondo Han doesn't have... have it yet. Han would have the Falcon in this time period. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. He still had it up until... When Up until uh, stolen. I know, but when was that? Um, I mean, not that long before TFA. I don't think a couple of years. I'll have to look that up. I, for some reason, I thought it was a lot longer because some of the novels, like the Leia novel, like said he was like doing like a swoop racing league or some kind of racing. Thing. It starts when I start to think about all the young versions of the characters that are in the sequel trilogies being in like this area. It bothers, it like starts to make me get like weird feelings. Like there's a young Poe running around, right? What about Jason Sandola? Ish. When are we um, gonna see him? Probably in Ahsoka. Yeah, with Hera. I hope so. That would be cool. See, I'm good with that. I don't need to see a young Poe. There's just so many characters like that running around that they could play with, but I kind of hope they don't for this show. Um, I don't think Ray has been born yet. No, she either is just about to be or... Yeah. 
Well, I mean, ben that does Solo mean that has been. That means Ben Solo, I think, is a baby around this time. There's Palpatine clones running around and fathering children. So, yikes. I just, I don't see where Han. I mean, I see where Han fits in with Boba in the general idea of it, but I just don't feel like this show is the place for that. But it just I seems unnecessary. Like, mm-hmm. what? What would be the point? If uh, if I told you that Luke shows up at the end of Mando season two, do you think the same thing though? I I did think. Remember, because we were all talking about who the fuck is the Jedi that's gonna come, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's Luke and me." I was just like, "Man, I hope not." You just didn't. We just I just couldn't like, believe it. <laughs> but also, I was like, but why would it be? But then when it happened, and I was bawling my eyes out at the beauty of the fucking thing, and and all these years later, I'm not mad about it. It made sense. I get it. This one? I will keep my thoughts to myself. I think you guys know my thoughts on uh, <laughs> Luke at the end of season two. He looked dry. <laughs> They, they, I mean, they needed, they needed to fix it. skin conditions? <laughs> it's either they're moist or they're dry. Ah, I just thought his eyes looked dead. to go rub on Tarkin a little bit. I yeah. mean... I just think he didn't need to be there. Oh, no. You knew that. I know. I just don't want to do it again. I'll do it again. <laughs> I mean, they could have done... I mean, they could have had anybody else show up for him, and I might have been happy about it, too, though. Yeah, you know, I like, was hoping it was going to be Quinlan Boss. I mean, mm, I, yeah, oh, I thought it might have been Ezra. Convinced them all it was Plo Koon is just fucking amazing, <laughs> amazing. Yeah, but I mean, I get why it would have been Luke, and I'm okay with it. I mean, I mean, we're gonna have to figure out like, like, are we ever gonna see him again in this show? Like, clearly, at some point, Grogu's gonna come back. So where's Luke and all that? And and that and that point it might become too much. Like I, how I don't much know. of I Luke just, is enough, you know? I saw a, a cut together of people in Star Wars saying, I'll see you see you soon, I promise, and uh and none of them ever saw them again. So Oh no. Grogu teenage Grogu is coming back to save in Jaren's ass. That's just gonna... like, just like teenage Anakin went back to save his mom. Ow! Don't make me sad. I'm just, just saying that <laughs> Star Wars has a reputation. The um, uh, uh... No. familial relationships. That's true. That's true. You know what? Star Wars makes me sad more than anything else. Is it their marketing? <laughs> well, that. But, like, Kanan. Mm-hmm. That was in it. It was uh, right before the run. It's like, we'll see each other again. And then. Kanan's then fucking happened. death, like, wrecked me. Kanan, you weren't going to see shit. Yeah. I no, named that's what my was. son after him. Well, I mean, it's his real name, Caleb. I mean, that's how much it's, he wrecked me. <laughs> that's a good, good uh, Star Wars name. Yeah. I always feel bad when somebody at a troop comes up and like, this is our son, Anakin. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm a Star Wars fan, and I'd bully that kid. And Joe is frozen on my my screen. Laughing. He's a, yeah, I think he got a phone call. <laughs> um, well, it is 
nine fifteen. That's true. It's true. All right. So last minute predictions. I think we're gonna get Toshi Station Mayor. Maybe they'll name drop Crimson Dawn. My my husband was like, if they were Crimson Dawn, why wouldn't they have said it? Like, why wouldn't have Boba been like, oh look, they hired Crimson Dawn or some shit? And I'm like, it's like, and, and to me, I think it's because I think he already knew. And we also haven't gotten like the reaction scene yet, so right. So I, I think I think it's all like we just haven't seen like Boba clearly knows what the fuck is going on a little bit. He knows the network, right? That's how he knew where all the vassals were. He knew like who's talking to who. So if he knows Crimson Dawn's a player here, he knows they're a fucking player on the planet. So I yeah. think I hope we get a name drop and and we see something about that or Bosk or some other fucking cool thing that's gonna hook people, but. We'll see that that hook. We'll see if the hook is there. They have options for hooks. I really hope the hook is there. Hot, hot Tuscan Raiders. I mean, I didn't know thirsty Tuscan TikTok was going to be like a thing that I, I inadvertently joined, but I'm there. You're on thirsty, thirsty Tuscan TikTok. Yeah, TikTok? I don't know but how Tuscan I got there, area. but I'm there. like on purpose. No, like it just started showing up. And then I kept liking them, so now, you know, I can't, I can't That's how it goes. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, these Tuscans are probably the coolest fucking ones we've seen so far, so I'm about it. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not thirsty for them. Thirsty Gamoran TikTok, that is a special place, though. Yeah. I've seen a couple of posts about, like, how much people are appreciating those Gamorians not being, like, odd looking and looking like the world's strongest man competitors <laughs> it's true it's true i can see that well well Ma Ma can't be the big bad of the franchise because at this point he is dead so no more maul for crimson dawn at this point i mean it's you Kira. say that we've seen maul die before his body is on tatooine his body is on fucking Tatooine. <laughs> I'm not. I am never predicting that Darth Maul is dead again. Give me zombie. Give me like extra robot Hold Maul. Hold on. Hold on. We I already know. I have booted from the call. We already know though that that the the fucking witches of Dathomir can raise people from the dead. Anyway, they're all dead too. Zombie though. Maul. I want it. They aren't all dead. I want it now. They are, but they aren't. Because I think Morgan Elsbeth from the Soka episode of Mando is Dathomiri. Hmm. So, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's if a lot they going knew on. They were, if they knew they were doing live action shows, they would have never killed Maul yep. off in animation. They didn't, they didn't know. That's the only excuse they didn't know. It makes me so mad. Yep. Because you can go on and on about how beautiful that scene in Rebels it, was. It, it really was. But if they know that they have live action fucking shows coming out, there's no way they do that. No way. You think they flashback to it? Kenobi show. You think they'll 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 fucking flashback to Kenobi like his point of view of the whole thing and the live oh, action. Oh god, show? that would be amazing. No. no. I, I feel I feel like you could do that really well. They could. They would. They could. They could. I don't think they will. I think the focus of that show is going to be very much on something else. So. His his bastard son, Corky. 
<laughs> you like this? All right, we good to. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta wrap it up. All right. Well, thank you everybody for coming to chat. It's very nice. Mm -hmm. Less than six hours. Let's go. Oh yeah. yeah. Don't let me down, Boba Fett. If All I wake right. up randomly at three a.m., I'm waking you up, Nikki. <laughs> Please don't. Set an alarm and to say you woke up. Please don't. I woke I up randomly I'm last so night tired. at two morning, so I'm like, maybe if that happens again, I will fucking watch it. But no. Do you, you got to work tomorrow, Steve? Yeah, we yeah. go back to work tomorrow. Uh. Yeah. So. Gross. All right. All right, everybody. That's that. Bye, friends. We'll see you on the other side of Book of Boba episode two. Later. Bye.